Welcome to Christendom College here in the beautiful Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. You know, in times of darkness and times of violence, it's understandable that many of us can actually become timid. Uh, we can hesitate uh, to bear witness to the great truth of our Catholic faith, especially when we see something like the beautiful statue of St. Unipro Sarah being cast down and degraded and debased in a sacrilegious way. Here we have a great man who did so much and revealed such incredible love for the native peoples here in our country. Because of that, I want to speak to you today about St. Patrick. Not because I'm Irish, but because he is one of the greatest evangelists that we have ever seen in human history. You know, there's so much nonsense surrounding being Irish today and things relating to St. Patrick, you know, you know, dying rivers, green beer, drunkenness on his feast day, banners and flags being waved that have absolutely nothing to do with the greatness of this man who was a great saint, who was a fierce ascetic. And yes, we have to remember he was also a bishop of the Holy Roman Catholic Church. He was kidnapped at the age of 16 and was enslaved and was kept as a slave for six years. And it's in the midst of that suffering, that enslavement, that he had a second conversion where Jesus Christ and the faith became concrete and real to him. Eventually, God spoke to him in a dream and he escaped, walked over 200 miles, got on a ship, and was eventually restored to his family. Now, after that experience, there's two paths you can go down to. When people have treated you horribly and enslaved you, you can choose the path of bitterness and anger, hatred and resentment. Or you can choose the path of compassion and pity and recognizing the darkness and blindness of those who inflicted such suffering upon you. When he's back at his home, he hears the vox hibernorum, the voice of the Irish in a powerful dream saying, come back to us, walk among us, no noble youth. Beautiful. And so he decides to take the path of compassion. And he embarks on a 22-year mission preparing himself to go back and to bring Jesus Christ to the people that had hurt him and had enslaved him. And finally, in the year 432, he arrives back in that country. And he will labor in that country from 432 to 461. And he labors with passion, with ardor, with heroic fasting and prayer and preaching, manifesting at every step of the way his incredible love for the people that had kidnapped him and had enslaved him. We have to remember that Ireland at this time was a pagan war-loving land. And many people back at that time would have said, this is not a time to win anybody to the gentle yoke of Christ. But we have to remember, as our Lord says, my ways are not your ways. And it was precisely at that time where he took a young boy who was enslaved and through that evil of his enslavement, brought about one of the greatest missionary transformations in the history of our church. And in just three decades, through the power of that man and his preaching and his witness, he won an entire people and an entire nation to the faith, which amazingly 
in just one generation after that evangelization was going to send out missionaries to the far ends of the earth and we're going to win an entire continent back to Jesus Christ. May God strengthen our faith and give us a like-minded courage through His grace in these difficult times to go out and bear witness to the incredible, joyful light of our Catholic faith. God bless you.